0: Bye. <laughs>
1: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Cowboy Conversations. This is Sarah Thorpe. I have Kevin Weatherby, the founder of Save the Cowboy, with me. How are you? Good. Good, good. 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 I've got Blake with us. He's our intern. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. He got the, te- the, uh, the teeth out of your grit, the grit, <laughs> grit, grit out, of out of your my teeth. teeth. <laughs> I'm
2: still choking on it.
1: Okay. okay. Still hey, I choking see most it. of his teeth. Yeah. Still there.
2: They're all We're still there. Now, good. how much dirt's in my mouth right now? I don't know. Yeah.
1: Okay. okay.
2: Yeah, I was just trying... <laughs> For those of you who don't know, me and Mitch, we went to Dr. Yearland and we were running around so much that after we got it up and everything, I. Mitch looks over and I'm hanging off my horse, gagging my guts out just because I've swallowed so much dirt. So oh, I'm glad I didn't eat any breakfast because if I had it, yeah, it'd not have been good.
3: Yeah, the <laughs> not real. Alive. The real story is he was just outside playing in the sand. Pretty
1: much. That's yeah. exactly. Well, <laughs> if we're being truthful, and just playing in the dirt. Just playing in the dirt. It's okay. That's what I was doing earlier too. Hey, just playing in the dirt. You want to yeah. play in the dirt
4: together? Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. It brings a brings a whole new meaning to his nickname.
1: What's his nickname? Lolly, Mitch. Lolly gag. Lolly gag. Oh. I was. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Lolly. yeah. We we the drums. The drums. Yeah. The rim
0: shot. Right? <laughs> yeah. There we go.
1: That's right. I don't know if I should be in control <laughs> of the <laughs> <laughs> well, slow it's, sort of like the 5 second hard, roll. It? Yeah. It yeah, is. Kind of get wrapped up in the moment and uh-huh. don't know what button to push. Mm-hmm. Well, we also have Ty Weber here. How are you, you, Ty? I'm going to go back to Mitch. He had he's taking (laughs) drinks, and so I'm timing it.
4: He's
3: trying to figure out how to open the Slim
1: Jim.
4: No, it's a pheasant snack stick. Oh, that's spicy (laughs) pepper.
1: Spicy. (laughs) I'm trying to I'm trying
4: to decide if it's worth it.
1: I think you should do it on air if you're questioning. it. Is this
5: the only podcast in the world where where I am currently? Cooking Mitch a pizza?
1: <laughs> yes. Hearing the podcast. So, yeah. so far. Fair well, enough. Is it one of the little freezer ones? Can we make ones? this an
5: every time no, thing? Like Totino's.
1: Oh, okay. Pizza.
5: Oh, the party pizza. Oh. I thought it was
2: pizza rolls for a minute looking over there. I was like, I need to get in
3: huh. on that.
1: I am starting anyway, to see. Anyway, Anthony, how are you? Question. Good afternoon. <laughs> Good afternoon, <laughs> <hi>. Ty.
4: <laughs> I'm great.
1: Good. Yeah. Glad you're here. Yeah. Thank you. And then we've got Mitch. How, can you hear us, Mitch?
4: Can you hear Kevin? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I yeah. can. Okay. I can hear you. Maybe hear my it. headphones okay. are just down. No okay. game.
1: I turned them up a little bit. Okay. How are you doing, Mitch? I'm good. Yeah.
4: Yeah, better now. I'm getting something to eat, yeah.
1: yeah. Rough rough I was, morning I was out there. Getting
4: angry. Hangry. Hangry. <laughs> <laughs> <Angry. laughs> <laughs> Kevin saw me struggle with this thing for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he just hands me a knife. <laughs> i right,
3: we'll we should have.
1: We yeah, should <laughs> have. I know we should have we should have waited to start cuz now I'm mesmerized can, by every, this process over here at
4: the pheasant stick. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing I'm doing uh, <laughs> so so what are we, we doing today. Pheasant.
1: Well, I I've been thinking the last week about education and what that means for people in ministry and I was thinking seminary. That's what came to my mind, seminary and, and Bible college. And I've gone to neither. And I don't have any formal education uh, when it comes to ministry. (laughs) And so I was curious. I actually kind of thought, Ty, that you had gone to seminary based on your Catholic background. And you said no, that you hadn't. Um, Mitch told me he'd gone to a little bit of Bible school. Mm -hmm. How'd you phrase that? Uh,
4: A little bit of Bible school. Yeah. I went through an internship where... The guy I was interning under was getting his master's in theology. Mm. And so whenever he was getting that, I audited all the same classes that he was taking. So,
1: Gotcha. Okay. Blake.
2: Yeah. It's pretty much a requirement. If you're going to live in the Bible Belt in Missouri, you pretty much have to go to seminary. By age four, you're, you're pretty
1: much. <laughs> you're pre-enrolled. Pretty, pretty, yeah, hey, you're pre-enrolled. Your tuition hey, is we, paid off. We
4: told you the other day is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> it's the best of both worlds down there. So. Yeah. Yeah. No,
2: I never went to seminary. I mean, I uh, I took some Bible classes online, some scriptural stuff through. a I guess it wasn't seminary; it was through a Bible college. So I guess okay. to answer that question, I've, no, I've never been to seminary. Gotcha. So.
1: And Kevin, you you didn't go either, did you? No. no. So it makes me feel better because I thought that I was surrounded by these. Intellectual? Yeah, and I'm not. Scholar. <laughs> scout. I'm with my like-minded people here. <laughs> you, do you
3: think we'd be out roping cattle if we were scholarly?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you never know. We'd be reciting Leviticus
3: while we were doing it. Yeah. 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 Should have been.
1: Yeah. You so better,
3: Blake, next
2: time. That, oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying, I, not, I was trying
3: not to puke. If you're not quoting scripture <laughs> while you're... Well, you're at an and and then, yeah. then you're fired. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> then you're fired. This will maketh thou feel better.
2: <laughs> this will. This doth suck.
1: <laughs> well, I wanted to to talk a little bit about what seminary is, because I was talking to a friend of mine who was raised Catholic, and, and he thought that it was only for Catholics, and you thought that too, right, Ty?
3: Yeah, in the past I did. I, yeah. well, growing up Catholic, I just assumed, I know, like, when you grew up Catholic, you just assume all other religions are so. If, less uh, if you than. get like a C,
5: does that make you a Baptist preacher in seminary? I, yeah, yeah, and like probably. a D is yeah, like the assembly you, or, yeah, or,
0: yeah.
3: or I mean, I, yeah. it could be the other way around. Yeah, yeah. A's
5: are priests, and like
3: when you flunk out, you become a, a cowboy preacher. F's yeah, are cowboy yeah, preachers.
0: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> no, I, I uh, you know, I went through the the catechism and, and confirmation classes and to to get to go through the the uh you know to, to be confirmed in in the Catholic Church. But uh after that stuff I was sorta not really interested in in anymore. <laughs> so that's kinda where it ended for me.
1: That's the second time I've heard that today that um that kinda ended that um desire to continue learning or studying, and I'm not saying that like you shut down completely, but you needed a break, maybe
3: I needed something different, yeah, than that.
1: I was talking to another friend of mine, she went to. Bible college and uh, she had thought about going to seminary and she said that after that it was just she her mind needed a break and that's how I felt after sitting for the CPA exam Mm -hmm. I was gonna go for a master's after that and it was like a semester so it wouldn't have been much but my poor brain was absolutely fried so I could see that how that happens across the different uh, studies I guess but um, so it just surprised me that none of you guys had been, because I feel like you're so much smarter than me when it comes to theology. Yeah, I just fail a lot. So, we're, <laughs> so, so if you didn't have formal training, well, before I realized you guys had not gone, I was going to ask if you thought it was necessary or not. And the answer, I believe, obviously, at this table is it's not necessary to be in ministry, um, to have to... It's not necessary to go to seminary in order to be in ministry or to be a pastor.
5: Well, for right. somebody that's a professional doing it for a living, um, I I think there's pros and cons to it. Because, uh, am I really low? There you go. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. harder to hear. Yeah. Me and Blake are split, so that's probably what it is with the redneck podcast
0: here <laughs> we're getting uh, it together.
5: I'm sorry yes. to hear that you guys split yeah we split yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, but we're still friends okay good <laughs> yeah um there, there's pros and cons to it because like the pro in a way i wish i'd have gone for like the hebrew and the greek yes and um even some old testament like history mm-hmm. to kind of fill in the blanks i think that seminary is wonderful for that But unfortunately, um, you know, like Mitch was saying, he heard of a seminary that you have to sign a piece of paper stating that, like, you can't even get in if you don't believe this, 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 and this, and this, and this. Yeah. And I don't know. It just kind of gets political, I think, Mm -hmm. in a way. And I don't know. It just kind of seems to me the reason I'm not glad, the reason I'm glad I didn't go to seminary is because after 15 years of doing this professionally like i didn't know at seminary they teach you to be like you're supposed to be the example you're supposed to be above reproach you're supposed to be all of this all of this and nobody told me that i couldn't preach about the how many times i mess up Yeah, seminary doesn't teach you to do that.
1: It just automatically you know, holds you at a higher standard, yes, no exceptions. You know, they kind of drill it into mm-hmm. you
5: that that you're the example, and I'm kind of thankful that I'm not the example. Jesus is the example, mm-hmm. you right. know. And yeah, I I just think that you kind of got to weigh the um, anytime somebody else is teaching you, there's going to be at a institutional type thing. It's like going to college. Man, if you go to a liberal college, you're going to get a liberal education. And if you go to different ones, so I think you got to kind of be careful. And it's not bad. Just don't be so open-minded that your <laughs> brains fall out. All
1: right. Yeah, that's fair to say. So Ooh. how have you guys grown in your knowledge of the Bible, of your understanding of God, the Christian religion and beliefs? How do you feed feed yourself how How are you comfortable enough in your knowledge to get up on stage every Sunday I
5: don't know that you ever <gasps> are <laughs> Okay like yeah, I can go back part, I, I can go back and listen Well I used to go back and listen to sermons very seldom do I do that anymore because I'm so I critique myself so hard Yeah and you know I can go back and listen to sermons and be like Wow I've grown a lot since that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I've had people, and sometimes I, I I wonder, like they're like, you're a lot better preacher than you used to be.
4: <laughs> well, I <I'd> hope so. <laughs> I mean, I, I
5: and maybe they don't say a lot better, but they will yeah. say something like, yeah. "Well, you've grown a lot." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I hope, hope so. so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the whole that's the whole goal of it. But I was just voracious. Mm. Like I read my Bible. Yeah, and I studied my Bible Mm -hmm. like if I didn't understand something I went and googled it
1: Mm -hmm. well that's what I was going to ask how did you study it because when I was a uh, I don't know 13 14 I spent a year and read through the Bible I can't tell you what I got out of that I mean Mm -hmm. like by the end of it if you're reading it straight through like that with no guided outline or focus it's so easy to get Mm -hmm. lost and find nothing Mm -hmm. in such a Mm -hmm. rich book yeah. So how do, you, how do you study? How do you um, dig in?
5: Well, I did it in three different ways. Uh, first, the first way I read the Bible was just to, like, put myself, like, I'm reading a letter from God. I didn't necessarily try to get anything from it. I just used it as a time of togetherness. Wasn't shooting for anything. I wasn't trying to memorize anything. Um, just spending time with God but then other times I really really studied and I would do a topic like patience or something like Mm -hmm. that and I would go online and I'd type in this is I'm giving away my trade secret right now so everybody take notes I just googled Bible verses on (laughs) patience (laughs) and then I would take those verses but then I would go read them but I would read them in context and you know I think that too often we start looking at the Bible as a collection of quotes. It's mm-hmm. not right. It's a letter.
1: Yeah, you got to look at the sentence before and the sentence yes. after. Mm-hmm. Yes.
5: Yeah, and and even even to the extent of who were they? T- who who's he talking to? Mm-hmm. Is he For talking I can do kids, all things through
4: Christ who gives me strength. <laughs> For I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. That's my... He knows that's my... uh, For my own selfish ambition, Christ will give me strength. Yeah,
5: exactly. I can make a million dollars. Everybody does it. Nobody wants to understand that that's about being content.
4: Mm
0: -hmm. With nothing and with everything. Yes,
5: with nothing and everything. But
3: I would do a topical... I haven't been content with no rain. Right. (laughs) Now we're we're getting a lot of
0: snow and and I'm not content.
5: (laughs) (laughs) But... um, Anyway, I just, I've always been that type of guy that if I didn't know something, I just wanted to learn it. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, that's how I am. I just want to dig in and find all the resources and Mm -hmm. the different viewpoints and and tackle it from every angle. Yes.
4: Well, that's why I think a lot of growth doesn't happen is because we never take the time to actually ask the questions. Number one, I don't know if we're just scared to know the answer because we just might actually have to change ourselves Mm or if mostly that's a lot of it, you know, or we just... Don't care. I don't know. But yeah. I, I, I was having us talk with Blake the other day. I was like, man, it's just, it frustrates me. And I need to have more grace on it. But it's like, man, we live in a world where there is more access to the word of God and what it means. And there's maybe even more access to God through all of the technology that we mm-hmm. have and all of this stuff. Yet we don't know anything about him. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 d- it kind of saddens me, but... You know, I, I can't look at anybody else's walk. I can only look at my own. Right.
1: And just because you can recite scripture doesn't mean that oh, yeah. you know God or have oh, yeah. a relationship with yeah. God.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm at the worst at... Uh, look, at mem- look,
4: look at social media. People will be posting oh, scriptures on their half-naked pictures. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just contradicted <laughs> right. yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your, your, your bio and your social media says Philippians 4.13, but your, your pictures
1: you say something say else. Something yeah. else. Yeah.
4: yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: Were you were you done with yours, Kevin? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's
5: just, I mean, there, there's so much. I mean, like, yeah. I read books. yeah. I listened to sermons. <clears throat> like, wh- when I first became a pastor is really when I stopped listening to mainstream radio. If I was driving down the road, I listened to sermons. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I didn't agree with all of them.
1: That's good, I think.
5: Right. <laughs> and that's what I was fixing to say is that, you know, when you're learning from somebody else, even those that learn from me, when people say well i you know i didn't really agree with you on that good
1: yeah, yeah. okay that's okay good it's okay you know? i mean
5: it's okay not it's okay to disagree it's not okay to be divisive though yep. right disagree yep. Disagrees fine Divi- division is not right so um but yeah just read books um andy stanley is you know and and that's what i love about it you know you, you got Andy and Charles Stanley, man. Charles is the professor. Mm-hmm. Charles is the professor, and um, if you really want to know something, like he can teach you. But his son Andy is more like the, uh, just everyday yeah. life, yeah. You know, and, and applicable just, more, yeah, yeah, yeah. more He's more amazing. application yeah. based and stuff <clears throat> yep. like that. And there's hundreds of those guys that are just phenomenal. I mean, mm-hmm. gifted by God, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know. And I think, really, in the grand scheme of things, um,
4: if you want it, you'll go get it. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's like any relationship. Yeah,
1: yeah. You have to have a hunger for it. You Absolutely. have to actively have to pursue it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nurture you have to spend it, grow time. it. Yep. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. When we were talking earlier, Ty, you had mentioned that there was a lot of stuff that you had not heard at before when you came to save the cowboy so where did your knowledge come from and how do you study now
3: well i never i never read the bible at all growing up wow <coughs> never read it didn't have a clue uh, you know, i went to catholic church every weekend and um you know there was bible verses in in the in this s- service mm-hmm. but that wasn't uh I don't want to just always hack on Catholicism, but reading your own Bible isn't really, isn't really promoted there. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so never really knew. And then of course, I went and got the King James version.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Read
3: about three pages. Yeah, you <laughs> jumped, not, not you jumped right in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, you know, didn't, never had any instruction, never knew how. Yeah. I, never knew how. So, um, and you know, when, when, uh, I started going to save the cowboy. Kevin recommended a study Bible, which you know the purists think is for for uh, <laughs> kindergartners. But yeah. as a kindergartner, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, as far as reading the Bible, mm-hmm. but it helped me a lot. Not not same with Kevin. Not that I agree with everything in the study Bible, the explanations, but it it just promoted thought and yeah. provoked thought. Anything and, to get you mm-hmm. thinking. Yeah. And and I'm I'm an early riser. I get up at five thirty and I watch David Jeremiah on RFD TV. Man, mm-hmm. if you can if you can watch a rodeo on that. On that channel, why right. don't you get up and watch a sermon? That guy's amazing. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Really he's, really, he's really, really good. Really, really, wise, and I, I love him because right in his sermon he'll say, "You know, guys, ten years ago I used to preach yeah. this." <laughs> yeah. He said, "But I've learned something since then." Right. And now, now I know I was wrong, mm-hmm. and and this is this is what God has told me since then, and and I think that's why it's really important that we have to keep going back to our Bible. You right. You can't just read it once and say, "Well, I'm good." Right. No. Because yep. God speaks to us. So many yep. different ways mm-hmm. reading the same verse.
1: Yep. Exactly. And, yeah. And
3: at, and at different times in our life, it's going to mean different things. Yeah. If I do that, and I, I read. I read books. Kathy's really. My wife is really uh, big on listening. You know, to sermons on on the radio, and so she'll uh, when she hears one that she likes or doesn't understand, we we'll have good conversations about that. And, yeah. And uh, for me, a lot of it's just talking with. With the circle here, mm-hmm. um, other people. Yeah. Just having conversations. Yeah. Them, and, and that provokes the interest to go and mm-hmm. really find out mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah. Um, uh, <coughs> when I was, when Kevin was asking me to, to get up in front of the church, mm-hmm. I, I got to be honest, that's when I read the, my Bible the most because I have a terror yep. of yep. being wrong. On yeah. on a live stream in front of everybody, sure. and that that's really why it was so stressful for me that that I just I got so much anxiety because yeah. because I don't feel like I'm worthy of, of reciting uh, yeah. you know and we we all are we all are God has given us the gifts the, mm-hmm. the ability to take His Word and and go tell other people about it
5: yeah and none of us are worthy yet He wants all of absolutely. us to do it right yeah. right yeah. He
3: wants us yeah. all to do it. But, yeah. but that's that's you know. <laughs> ask me if you got if you got to do a sermon, you're going to read your Bible. Yeah. Sure. Oh, you will. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You will. So I recommend it for everybody.
1: Yep. Yeah. And what was what was the name of that Bible? Hmm? Your first one. The name? What type the King of King Bi- James? No, not the King James. The Study Bible.
3: <laughs> oh, the New Living Translation. One. Oh, life application Bible. Life yeah. Yeah. application. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: I've yeah. got one of those. I like yeah. it. That one a lot. Yeah. It's yeah. good.
3: Yeah, it works for me.
5: Yeah, you don't. I mean that—that that is my second biggest secret. I, I guarantee you, more of my sermons have come from the Life Application Study Bible. I mean, just go read it; and you can see a sermon nearly in every one of them, mm-hmm. and I, I just love it because because that's important to me. Is you know, you, you can know the Greek word for something, but if it doesn't change your life and you can't mm-hmm. apply it to something then it's just intellectual. And mm-hmm. I think that I think that God gave us the Bible so it would be applicable, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. so the life application, I always, I preach every Sunday, I want somebody to be able to take something home and apply it to, you know, a circumstance that they're going through, a problem that they're having. Uh, oh, yeah. Even just learning to experience joy after yep. so many yep. years of... Yep you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, sorry. There's Mitch's pizza. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right,
5: end of the podcast. See you
0: later. Yep. Sorry, a good guys. good one, everybody. <laughs> ever. Thank you. You should have got my thoughts I first. <laughs> <laughs> mute my microphone for just a minute. <laughs> 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 we
1: have the most down-to-earth podcast ever. Yeah. We do. It's real. You're going to yeah, hear Chomping here in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't yet? <laughs> even, if, <laughs> even if you're
3: not hungry, you're going to eat pizza. Uh, right. <laughs> the
1: sound tests were... Uh, Mitch chomping on some chips over there yeah. Yeah. that was good sound
4: it's like the most annoying sound <laughs> in the world That's <laughs> yeah, for now <laughs> it was actually pretty good was it's it nice a, and mushy
1: <laughs> <laughs> was it a dog treat or like a real no, person treat <laughs>
4: whatever it was it <laughs> well if it was a dog treat I'll take <laughs> another one <laughs> I'll roll over <laughs> all the same ingredients <laughs> Blake's got to oh, ride goodness. with me on the way home uh, yeah that's what I'm worried I can lock the windows oh no
1: <laughs> no i will throw thank up. you sir <laughs> well now that you got your pizza yeah uh, i n- <laughs> tell me a little bit more about what you do what do you mean what i do to study and to oh build oh, your oh okay
4: sorry i got sidetracked piece. when the pizza came in <laughs> i
1: know it looks good i like the square pieces
4: no i do like a lot of what kevin does um i'll <laughs> start off by saying a lot of my knowledge just came through failure mm. amen yeah um in life. Um, yeah. instead of just saying, throwing my hands in the air and saying, oh, well I tried. I actually, I'm, I'm really hard on myself. So I want to go, I want to go know what God's word says about that if I'm struggling with something. And so like I Google it, I like if I struggle with like insecurity or something, I'll Google like verses about insecurities or I'll, I'll Google sermons about insecurities or I'll listen to podcasts about insecurities. And that's the thing is like sermon seminaries are great and everything and i and i'm not gonna say anything bad about them i think they're amazing um but one thing sometimes they can't teach you is is life experience Mm -hmm. and um it uh (laughs) you you can you can get the equivalent of a seminary degree by listening to people smarter than you um and when you listen to people smarter than you like the david jeremiah's the the tony Evans's, the charles stanley's the um, whoever you want to listen to, the Chip Ingrams, it doesn't really matter. But when you listen to those guys, you can get the equivalent of a seminary degree by listening to them. Um, and, and that's the thing is, you know, if you want to get better at your relationship with Christ, you know, I always heard my dad say this, um, training horses, you don't work on what's good, you work on what's bad. Yeah. And you can see your bad self. You can see what's bad in yourself and, and it's and it's okay to face that stuff and it's okay to study it but I, I listen to lots of podcasts and I listen to lots of audiobooks I'm driving so much you know when I'm going to serve um, and I'll fair warn you that listening to sermons and listening to audiobooks are great, but it's not the equivalent of reading your Bible. No. No. Now it will help you get in your Bible. Like I'll hear Mm -hmm. a scripture that they throw out there. I'm just like, wow, that's amazing. And I'll go and look it up and I'll start reading my Bible and I'll just keep reading from there. Yeah. Or, you know, if I don't have something going on in the morning, I'll get in my Bible and I'll just read from wherever I feel like it. You know, now that I'm kind of more knowledgeable in my Bible, I kind of know what book is from what. And like, I do like those study Bibles because I got a King James study Bible and I don't really like the King James version. But what I do like about it is before every book there's an there's a reason for it mm-hmm. and so they like they, the explanation. Over, they, have a, they have an opening and an explanation yeah. so yeah. there's an author they say who the author is there's an audience so they're, mm-hmm. they're who the author is writing to and then the occasion for why he is writing so then you can take the whole book and put it into context and you can even put it into historical context too right. yeah mm-hmm. and so you know what it's talking about and um, and 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 it just comes through wanting to know. I mean, I, I was telling Blake the other day, it's, I have to stop and remember, um, even though I'm about to turn 26, which sounds really young to a lot of y'all. I've
1: all of us here at the table, I've, except I've, for Blake.
4: I know all of us, all of us at this table have lived a lot of life and yeah. I'm not excluded from that. Um, but that's where I've learned the most is I've just been on a relentless pursuit of truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think that anybody can do that. And and we say, um, do you got to go to seminary to be a, a minister? No, you're, you're a minister. If you're a Christian,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're all you're
1: in
4: ministry. Yeah. And so I think, man, when you, when you start being able to teach that stuff, like Ty was talking about, when you're, when you, when you have the opportunity to teach, you'll get in your Bible. Yeah. Well, guess what? Your opportunity to teach is pretty much every day.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
4: Yeah. Um,
1: I didn't realize I was a very ignorant little girl. Um, I never realized the structure of the Gospels. I never realized who the authors were, who, who they were writing to, and the purpose until... Sorry. A little later in <laughs> life. <laughs> I had to pause just so everybody could enjoy that. Is <laughs> it good?
4: Oh, it's amazing. Oh, I wish you guys could all have one.
1: There's four pieces.
4: It's not enough. <laughs> mm. Sorry. No well. well, there's two, three, four, five. There's five of you here. And I yeah. Just, Blake didn't get lunch. Yeah.
1: yeah Share with him. <sighs> I was there with you. Sharing is caring. I dirt, though. <laughs> I Sharing I is dumb. caring.
4: <laughs> Aw, thanks. Man. How do you... How do so, you you, oh, you almost had how it. How do you study? Could well, it got to be quicker than that.
1: S- so what I was going to say was I didn't realize what those Gospels were. And once I realized it, my brain likes to know the reasoning and how something works and why it's working. And if I can see that and lay it out in my mind, I'm on like a fast track of right. learning. Right. And so when I, when I realized that, I was like, oh my gosh, like that's what I want to sink my teeth into. I want to know everything about... That culture, the time, what led up to it, what was going on outside of it, and not just with Israelites, but everything around it, because it's all God's creation. And I got a life application study Bible, and I love it because, man, I could just one one section you can spend hours on cross referencing and going back and forth.
4: And I think a lot of people, and this may just be a little off subject, maybe, but. I see a lot of people really studying the Bible, and it's really great, except they refuse to study what they're going through at the time in their life. I think... And that's great, but... You know, sometimes we need some clarity on where we're going, right? Mm-hmm. Am I wrong on that? No, no you're
1: right. What I, I was going to say opposite. was... Right.
3: I think that's kind of where I go. That's, that's right.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. and that's, that's, that's where I that's stay. That's you know, that's where our that's sermons that's come from every week, you know, what, yeah. what we're
4: going through during the time.
1: But you know? some people have a hard time recognizing that. I th- Why? I don't know. I mean, all of us here, I think, are pretty in tune and we're open to talking and diving into what creates us which is God and how that works and flows through us. so we are constantly trying to better ourselves to be better Christians to be better examples and so we're aware of that stuff but somebody who is just floating along life living in the world they may not well, realize what issues they mean, have I think
5: that everything in the world or everything in the world tries to uh say like this is your real life. This is your Christian life. Mm-hmm. Those are two different things. Right.
1: And you it, know what I mean? And they should. And they mesh. should see yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Should be, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you could absolutely. look at it separately. You're a father. You're a husband. You're a pastor. You're a brother. You're a son. <laughs> I'll, I'll make, I'll
4: make the, I'll make the example this way. If your preacher is preaching one thing on Sunday, but living a different life, is that okay? Mm, no. No. Then why is it okay with us? No. Right.
1: That's a, absolutely right. And that goes back to putting preachers and pastors on a higher pedestal
5: i and just knock my own pedestals down that way i don't have to worry about that too much
1: i like that <laughs> i think that's what i would then do you, then
0: you
4: trip over them <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then I just kick it out of the way of tripping over the pedestal <laughs> exactly. so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of works
1: um there's a couple podcasts tripping that
5: I, pedestals <laughs> That'd be a good one. A good, I don't know. It's, it's a, a good name for this. It's
1: podcast. a sermon. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
3: tripping pedestals. Yeah, a good name for a podcast. Quit tripping.
1: <laughs> I think this one is like School of Hard Knocks or something. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we're going to get to life experience too. Like. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, I think we will. But um, going back to what I do. Um, the life application study Bible for sure has been a huge help. There's a couple podcasts that I very much like that break down the different books of the Bible. And they talk about the Greek translations and how things can get lost in that or how you could view things a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. And cause I, I want to know those things I want to, because I feel like we miss so much. Maybe not. We miss so much. There is so, so much, much to be known. There. Yeah. yeah. There's so much to be known. And that, that part of it just really interests me and so I find um pod I'll just search Google podcast right. or whatever
5: but here's the thing and, and I think this this is gonna surprise a lot of people um I like to listen to non-secular podcasts but I like to find the biblical application in oh, things like that that, mm-hmm. that aren't even talking about the Bible yeah mm-hmm because i think that most people in the world uh you know they want to divide the two and i think there's, right. there's a lot more of just really cool biblical application that people don't even realize is biblical a- biblical application you- go to your brother if you got a problem with somebody you can go to that I mean, that's manhood right yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people don't know it came from the Bible.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Well, <laughs> people, a lot of people have those things inside of them, right? Yes. Maybe because that's part of God's creation and, and he puts that in us. And I think he puts in us a desire to know more mm-hmm. about him, to mm-hmm. absolutely get closer to him. But a curio- there's a curiosity in all of us. Mm-hmm that comes out in different ways and it's no different when it comes to our relationship with God and pursuing him.
5: Another thing that I used to do is especially in the life application study Bible, I love the character profiles. Yes. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. It brings them to life for me and it makes them real. It's not just some fictional character Mm -hmm. from my preschool coloring book.
5: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if anybody wants to really kind of do a Bible study, just pick a, somebody mm-hmm. yeah like I did Paul yeah you know uh, somebody else I did uh, a character profile on is <laughs> like I always want to ask people this but like most people don't even re- you know you ask the question um, who's Matthew Mark Luke and John how many of them were disciples
1: oh I, I don't think I can answer that correctly only two of them were mm-hmm,
5: mm-hmm.
1: who was Mark who was he Anybody know?
5: He he went with. Uh, he was. Uh, oh my gosh! I just drew a blank now. Uh, Barnabas. It's Barnabas's nephew.
1: Oh, really.
5: Mm-hmm. And he accompanied Paul and Barnabas on their first missionary journey. Made it two weeks and quit them. Wow.
1: I do you remember that?
5: And Paul got mad mm-hmm. and yeah. Barnabas yeah wanted to bring him yeah. back and Paul's like no
1: yeah. he, he quit
5: mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. and everything and he ended up writing one of the Gospels but it yeah. was John Mark yeah. was actually his name but it's little things like that mm-hmm. that just make yeah. the bible come alive oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you know that you you think oh well the gospels are matthew mark luke and john well yeah and, and like how being, many of the disciples wrote a gospel only yeah. two out of 12 mm-hmm. being yeah. able
4: to insert yourself into the story too is yeah. like a big thing that i try to do is like man could you imagine being in their shoes at that mm. specific moment mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like when the transfiguration happened mean we read that as like a just a fairy tale story like it didn't happen but it actually happened yeah
5: yeah. You know, people give peter a pretty hard time a lot of times yeah. hey peter just acted like the rest of us would. yeah yeah, no, yeah. in some form or fashion yeah, and yeah.
3: like i like peter because he was pretty real he was mm-hmm. yeah.
5: he absolutely was and so those character profiles you know um the one of the reasons i uh did paul is um i don't i can't remember if one of the guys that wrote the uh, Left Behind series, uh, Tim LaHaye and Jenkins, something like that. One of them wrote I Saul, and it's just a fictional oh. story. I mean, it's based on Bible, but he makes a complete story out of it. Mm. And- you know, I mean, most of it's made up, you know, yeah. you're just trying to piece together things. Kind
1: of filling in the blanks. Yeah, but it
5: was, a. I mean, it's not a Bible read, but it was just kind of made, the anything that I think that can make the Bible come alive, mm-hmm. and the, honestly, that's one of the reasons I wrote the Simplified Cowboy version, Yeah, is, you know, I, I wanted to, I wanted to say, well, and I say it a lot in there, you know, the Bible says, and then they left for Jerusalem. mm Wow. Yeah. You know, but in the simplified cowboy version, I wanted to make it come alive. And we know, I know that they did not saddle up on horses and ride to Jerusalem. But that's what I put in there is they all towed a stirrup, throw a leg over the candle, took a deep seat and headed for Jerusalem. It just kind of makes it seem Mm -hmm. less antiseptic, I guess. Mm -hmm. Is that?
1: Yeah, kind of a and I think for the readers of the Simplified Cowboy version, or our target audience, and I've gotten a lot of this feedback from them, it's something that they can relate to. Mm-hmm. It's so different from the King James version in that, for me, when I'm thumbing through it, you can read it like a story. Mm-hmm. It it You put it into words in a way that truly reads like a good action <laughs> adventure, <laughs> right? you know, mm-hmm. Story and I I've heard a lot of people they've sent in emails um, or responded on the website saying thank you so much this finally makes sense or I finally enjoy reading the Bible right yeah. and that's huge mm-hmm. yeah. you're talking about yeah. like the the instruction manual from life from from God and mm. to be turned off by whatever version or whatever reason Mm -hmm. but if you go out and you look and you can find something like the simplified cowboy version or
5: well and i think another natural segue is to maybe tell people what's the difference in a paraphrase and a translation and
1: (laughs) that would be good because you and i have had conversations about this
5: okay so (laughs) Y'all feel free to break in any time and ask questions or make comments. But, you know, the King James Version um, was the first widely distributed um, English version of Latin and uh, Greek and Hebrew. Somebody finally wrote it in English. Right. And um, the 1611 version is uh was the very first attempt and so when you hear of translations here's the point it doesn't matter if it's king james it doesn't matter if it's new living translation new international version you know uh god's word translation all of this stuff those translations when it says it's a translation that means the group of people that did it went back to the earliest known manuscripts that were written in hebrew and greek and they translated it. They didn't go look at the King James Version and put it in better words than the King James right, Version. Right, they went
1: back to... They went back to... The
5: original. As close as mm-hmm. we have, and they translated it. Right. They didn't look at... you know The New International Version people didn't look at the New Living Translation, and, well, I don't like the way they said that. They actually translated the Bible. My paraphrase, the message um the message is actually a translation he spoke greek and hebrew and that is an actual translation but instead of doing a word by word he tried to more uh do the uh um the meaning yeah behind it and so uh that's the difference in translations and um <laughs> and then you get into the whole translation with the King James, you know. Well, the newer the newer uh, Bible translations, they leave so much stuff out. Listen, I'm not gonna get, I don't wanna get into an argument with anybody, but you have to just understand. You gotta put what your grandmother told you and what your preacher told you and all of that stuff, and you just have to know that when the new translations quote-unquote leave verses out, it's because they were never there in the beginning. Right. And that is just Mm -hmm. so difficult for people to understand. Now, when I say it wasn't there in the beginning, I'm not saying that that was a bad thing because what happened is when they were translating it, some things don't translate well. Mm
1: -hmm. right? I mean, yeah, if you st- translate it word for word, it is not going to make sense. Exactly. Right. And so
5: what they started doing is a lot of times these scholars when they were doing the King James version, they would write in the in the margins like trying to oh, explain
1: yes. that. Yeah, you little know, side saying, notes. Hey,
5: you know, right. you know, little footnotes, right? Yeah. Well, then, you know, there was no real printing presses back then. You didn't go to Barnes and Noble's and buy you a Bible, yeah. right? And so then Instead of making it in the footnotes, what they started doing is they started including it with the verse,
1: you know. Yeah. And... Do you what? have an example? I know you do. I know one of you guys oh, wow. know one of these. Yes, I do. Just so people kind of know what we're... Do you need yeah. a phone?
5: No. Yeah, I'll just keep talking and I'll get you one.
1: Okay. Um, the other th- thing, too, with translations and people... Um, I don't know, being judgmental. I guess Mm -hmm. for all the different translations, it goes back to denominations. If you're wanting to learn about God, pick something that speaks to you. Mm -hmm. I say pick all of them up and browse through them. I think I think
4: people, I think certain people who have certain gifts are attracted to different Mm -hmm. styles.
1: Yeah, that would make sense. Um,
4: And so I think that's a big reason why Christians can't get along with each other. In all honesty, is because everybody's different and we don't get along with somebody who's different than us, right? And so. I don't know, we've talked about this so much on our on our podcast. It's like, yeah. man, we're all on the same team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know,
4: what it's yeah. like Kevin and I were having that conversation then one day about well, what makes a false prophet. Well we can go through scriptural stuff and about what scripture says is a false prophet, but what is it? I mean in reality, is it is it a perfect person? If you're imperfect, are you a false prophet? Mm. I wouldn't think so. Right, but a lot of people think you are. Yeah. Just like what you were saying, Ty, with David Jeremiah saying, Oh, I was wrong ten years ago. So mm-hmm. does that make him a false prophet? <laughs> no. At that time. Well, then sense. why do you think that? Because a lot of yeah. people go down yeah. that road. Right. Yeah. Um, well, they want everyone around
2: them to be perfect and never make a mistake. And well,
4: you I mean, can't give that. They're overly cri- if they're overly critical with themselves, they'll be overly critical with you. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of people that you know they go to a church and they don't hear something they like, they disagree with it, and then they leave. not only do they leave, they cause division by saying it's yeah. not a good church. Right. right. Yeah. And in reality, I mean, if <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm I'm probably going to split some hairs with this, but I just think unless you preach another way to heaven than through Jesus Christ then then you are a false prophet.
5: <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's the definition right yeah. there. Yep. Yep. Another okay. way besides Jesus. Yep. Yeah. it A false prophet isn't somebody that says something that you don't agree with. Right. That doesn't make them a false prophet. Mm-hmm. But, Sarah, you ask about a, an example. And in John chapter uh, seven, at the very end. Um, it says uh, in verse fifty-two and fifty-three, they laughed at him and said, "Are you a Podunk from Galilee too?" Search the Good Book, and you will uh, see that no prophet ever comes from Galilee. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then there's a note in it. It says the most ancient documents do not include John seven fifty-three through eight eleven. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's mm-hmm. not there.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: And there are a few manuscripts that have some of the verses, but each one places them somewhere else. So that doesn't mean that the Bible's wrong. Right. It just, I mean, there was, for whatever reason, and, um, you know, I mean, it doesn't have 753 through 811. 753 says, then the meeting was closed and everyone went home. Hmm. That could have been that's not in the earliest manuscripts. That's probably one of those uh, right. uh, margin deals yeah. that basically just saying, well, that's all that happened there. Yeah, right. just mm-hmm. to show closure. It doesn't, it doesn't change. No. It doesn't change the fact that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior and died for our sins. <laughs> so, anyway, new dog, sorry. <laughs> Were you going to say something? Oh, I was just...
2: We, we harp on what... What translation's the best, quote unquote, but the best translation for me might not be the best translation for you. <laughs> right. Yeah, what, and that's okay. What that's brings mine. you closer to Jesus? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You might like the message. I might not like the message. I yeah. might not like the King James Version. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what it yeah. is, though?
5: I like them all. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, I
1: like them all. I, like them. I
5: use all of them in my preaching because yep. in some ways,
4: yep. I like what the Simplified Cowboy don't version Don't be so close-minded. Yeah. Right. Well, and if I there's
1: did, a verse You don't that grow
4: that way, just FYI. If, yeah. If you just disagree with everything that goes against you.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're not going to grow or all. Or you
4: only agree with one thing. With one thing. And right.
5: shut your mind off to everything else.
1: Yeah. If there's a verse that doesn't quite make sense to me or I can't really like put my shoes and or put my feet into- that position um, I do go through all the different versions mm-hmm. and I've yeah. got the Bible app on my yeah. phone where you can yeah. change all those versions right. and you yeah. can see it all and I was trying to look up a verse earlier none of the ones I read made sense to me and I, I meant to ask you to grab a SCV because I wanted to see what it said it's Ecclesiastes Ecclesiastes I can do Ecclesiastes <laughs> dang
4: it 1212 12. <laughs> okay let, let, let's see let's just do a little deal here yeah so i like i like bible hub on google say oh yeah there is like 70 versions of ecclesiastes 1212 and you read and you read through all of them yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) So what does it say mitch uh yeah help me understand nlt but my child let me give you some further advice be careful for writing books is endless and much study wears you out um, English Standard Version My son, beware of anything beyond these Of making many books there is no end And much study is a weariness Of the flesh um, New American Standard Bible But beyond this, my son, be warned The writing of many books is endless And excessive study is wearing The body, wearing to the body Wearying to the body I mean, I can go on yeah. and on I mean, you can see it Yeah Those are all the versions mm-hmm.
1: Mm. And not even a long
4: and see how accessible it was. That took me five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When Kevin first asked me to take over, I think the SCV page, the simplified cowboy version page, he's kind of given me an outline and, and I was also asked, um, by Eagles Nest Ranch a while back to write monthly letters, um, prayer letters and I both times I got really nervous because I'm like, man, I don't I don't really have scripture memorized. How do I put something out there? Well,
4: and that's kind of how you can, you know, decipher if what you're thinking is correct, too. You know, if you're thinking something, and you say scripture bon- about that certain thing and Google it and nothing comes up. Then maybe you're not right in what you're thinking.
5: <laughs> well, you know, there you know? there are times that I, I do that. Yeah. You know, I might say. Yeah. uh You know, what does the Bible say about uh, loving yourself or something? Yep. And really the only thing that comes up is love your neighbor as yourself. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's all it says. Yep. Now, is that not implied? I I don't think so. God loves us so much. We're not supposed to have uh, love for ourselves into the prideful and egomaniac,
1: but we're
5: loved. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we should love
5: ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You still wondering what Ecclesiastes 12.12 12 means? No. <laughs> you figured it out?
1: Well, actually, I wanted to ask you guys, what is that, like, right off the bat, what does that say to you? To What's me, it mean?
2: Go, Blake. Let me pull it back up, because I had a really good thought that I, I really liked... So the last part of it, because I'm reading in the NIV, it says, Be warned, my son, of anything in addition to them, of making many books there is no end, and much study where is the body. And and I had this thought when we started kind of about how I've grown and stuff. um, Because to me, there's a difference in studying God, and there's a difference in having a relationship with God.
1: Yeah, I would agree with so, that like, for sure.
2: For me, the biggest, what made the switch for me reading my Bible was when I stopped reading it as like I was just reading some story and just kind of studying it to, it's it's called the word of God, right? Mm-hmm. And the way I get in a I, better relationship with someone is talking. Yeah. And listening to their words, what they say, what they think. And I, I just, to me, I think we Overcomplicate the Bible so much. To I mean, we've just got to stop and realize that you can study. I think you can study yourself out of anything. Yeah, you can. You you can you can spend so much time and just study, 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 and have no relationship.
1: Absolutely. Like you're just, just stuffing in all the facts, exactly. and you're learning exactly. the law. Oh yeah. And so then you're gonna start making the same mistake. Yeah. yeah. That the Israelites did. Exactly. You're missing the point.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And I think. Like, if you're just reading the Bible, just thinking, okay, I got to read this to figure out how to, like, you're studying for a test is yep. the best way I know how to put it. You're yeah. just, you're just studying. You're learning. You're, you're gonna try to, you learn that. Okay, you need to memorize that because for some reason, yeah, because the I test feel, comes every day. Oh yeah, yeah. But really, in reality, we're just called to have a relationship with God and walk step in step with Him. Mm-hmm. And that's really what reading your Word is. It's just, it's just time to talk with God. I guess is the best way I put it. And Mitch, I think what you were talking about. As far as there being so much access through our phones, through the internet, to the Bible, I think in a way all that access has watered it down and stuff. Well, I know, think one
1: of the potential cons is people can look up one verse and take it completely out of oh, context, yeah, or they can't see yeah. the yep. in- entire, yep. the rest of the verses yep. around
5: it. I don't think you can ever figure out what Ecclesiastes 12.12 12 means without taking it in context. Absolutely. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yep. You have to read yep. that whole chapter, exactly. yep. basically. Yeah and when you read it out loud and when i read just that one verse it by it no, doesn't make any sense no it it makes to me it makes the pursuit of education sound like not a good thing right right whereas i think it's kind more saying along yeah. the lines of what blake is saying what does it say to you don't get so caught up in basically a dry act of learning mm mm-hmm. mhm Without having that emotion, that connection, that relationship it is it's not the pursuit of knowledge, it's the pursuit of the relationship with God that is important and, and he that is given yeah. you and he's given you everything you need right there in the Bible mm-hmm. I like it yeah and with that being said, like going back to what I said at the beginning, I like knowing that stuff, yeah. mm-hmm. but what Mitch said, people, different personalities tend to go towards different yeah. um, versions and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And that type of stuff is what fuels me in my relationship because then I can start seeing how he is more active in my life yep. when I can yeah. kind of break it down. And that's just how my mind works. Absolutely. Not everybody is like that.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, so Blake, you're here interning Yeah. And do you have plans to go to Bible school or seminary?
2: I've always not necessarily seminary. Um, I have had the thought a lot about taking some Bible classes, just some courses, just yeah. just to um, to dive deeper and to challenge myself. I guess um, i I don't want to do it just to check the box. Right. I definitely do not want to fall in
4: that camp. Um, I don't. I'll, I'll say that not to just interrupt you, but yeah. But I think a lot of people go to seminary to further their knowledge of God.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: But just like what Sarah was saying, what does it do relationally? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's like yeah. I said, that's what I was kind of implying earlier when I said that there's a lot of people that go to seminary, mm-hmm. but there's no life application to it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they know all the scripture about it, but they don't know how to apply it,
0: mm-hmm. right?
4: And yeah. that's not a knock on seminary. I'm not, no, I'm not trying to No, knocking, not at all. Right? And there's a lot of people that don't go to seminary that just don't know what scripture says, too. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a... Mm-hmm. It goes yeah. both ways, but... Yeah,
1: it does. Well, I was wondering more, like, you're interning here. Yeah. And you're interning on a working ranch. Yeah. But we are a ministry.
2: 100%, yeah.
1: And... For us, I think what we envision is to see you grow. Yeah, and and that's what you do with it. And so I'm wondering, yeah. how does that compare in your mind? Um, having this experience mm-hmm. and having mm-hmm. the men around you that you yeah. do, yeah. What are you getting out of that? Yeah, I'm following. And
2: as while Mitch was talking, my mind was already going there. Good. Um, because I, I see my relationship with God and growing as kind of like on the job training. And that comes in steps and stuff like that. And, you know, I knew this was my next step. And in doing that, I'm just, I'm learning and growing while I'm here. And I I think that's the thing that we've, we've got to watch is you can learn and grow in your relationship with Christ in so many different ways other than Bible college and seminary. And not to knock those two things at all. Right. Those things are great, but I don't know. I've kind of, I just kind of see my life as just taking the next step that's in front of me. Yeah. And along that way along that journey looking for those opportunities to grow Mm
1: -hmm. so like
2: i knew that this step of coming out here was going to cause me to grow and challenge myself and grow in my relationship with god yeah um and and once this is done if the next step for me is a bible college then that's awesome yeah i'm pumped for it then but if, if if my next step is going home and doing whatever, you know, yeah. doing the beef ministry back home or whatever it looks like. I'm just going to lean in and say, what do you have me, where do you want me to grow in this situation? Because yeah. I know I've got room for
5: it. I love, I love the idea of being available to grow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, making yourself available mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. grow because <laughs> what I got out of Ecclesiastes twelve twelve was, uh, you know, quit trying to figure everything out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, you, you, you can are you studying to try to prove that you're right about something Mm -hmm. or are you studying just to grow closer to God? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that those two things are, are vastly different. One one leads
4: to resentment and one leads
1: to a closer relationship. Just FYI. Personal experience. Yeah.
5: But (laughs) But my child, let me give you some further advice. Be careful for writing books is endless and much study wears you out. That's the whole story. Here's my final conclusion. Fear God and obey his commands. Yeah. amen and that's what yeah. i yeah. think that's what he yeah. was trying to yeah. say is there's yeah. nothing wrong with no all of that yeah. but in the end fear god and do what he says yeah. and you'll be really happy with the yeah. results yeah,
2: yeah.
1: yeah.
5: absolutely yeah. eternally yeah. happy yeah, yeah. With absolutely. The results. yeah
2: that was a thought i had was gro- you have to choose growth yes. if you, yeah. you just walk through your life and see every negative situation or everything that goes wrong as just a just i don't know just seeing it as just a road bump and just yeah stuff happens and you just go on and go on and just keep doing your thing and just not think about it and stuff you're missing a lot of growth
1: absolutely look
2: look look for those opportunities to grow Mm -hmm. you know what i mean you know maybe are you in a are you and a friend having some relational issues are you two not getting along let's look what the bible says Mm-hmm. yeah let's, let's dig into yeah. that let's let's yeah. let's not just blow through this hard time and become resentful and all this other stuff and yep. just blow on through let's look how to grow because in
5: well, you're never going to stop growing it,
1: yeah you when, shouldn't when you
5: the only way you stop growing is when you're dead well ty and i've talked a lot about this but god never wastes the time you spend with him Mm-mm. yeah no no and like that's profound if you really think yep. about it. Yep. But the what I've had to tell people, and me and Ty have talked to many people about this, is that what you read today may not be for you today. It might be for somebody else. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. It
5: might be for you two years from now. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And your hard times mm-hmm. might not be for you. That's it could right. be for someone else down the road or someone else yep. on yep. the outside. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: But God never wastes the time that you spend with yeah. him. And when, and I know it sounds a little bit just like rude, but when people say, well, I just don't feel close to God, mm. then that's yeah. on you, buddy. Yeah. It that's is. On he you. is yeah. always, yeah. always, yeah. Always,
1: always there. <laughs>
5: He's always, always close to you. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're just not that's on him. you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He's at the front
1: door. You just, well, I just
5: there. don't mm-hmm. understand. I don't, and, and I tell people, and I think they get. I think they get a little bit upset with my like <laughs> lack of uh, they 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 feel a lack of. Empathy. They want me to sh- <laughs> I mean, they want me to yeah. legitimize their excuses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and they I don't wanted, read the Bible because I don't understand it.
1: Get and, a different Bible. You know, join a and, Bible study yep. group. And you know what? I
5: usually they say, well, what happens when you just don't understand it? And I said. Read until you do. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: You'll understand something.
1: Take a look at it from a different angle. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Just, if you don't understand what you're reading, keep reading until you do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then focus on that. And And also, open up your mind. You may be looking for something specific and you're not understanding it. Open up your mind because God may be wanting to show you something completely different. So, Mm -hmm.
5: I'm really interested to hear from all of you on something that goes on in my head. Like, when I'm reading the Bible you know how things just stand out? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What does that look like for y'all? Like for me, it I'm just reading and there's just like this incessant to like think about that more or uh, go back and read that part again or what else mm-hmm. can you learn about that part? In my mind, it's nearly like the Holy Spirit like mm-hmm. puts a slight boldness to the text and it yeah. does it obviously. Yeah but that's what it's like to me yeah like it just starts standing out and usually it's not what i'm looking for it, right
3: yeah it i actually get like this warm feeling it's it's mm. really weird and, and and it makes me smile right because i really yeah. you know people say well i i don't hear god talk to me well we we've, we've said many times god doesn't boom from the heavens yeah and give you instruction but if you're reading along and in and when i get that feeling that is the holy spirit mm-hmm. saying Ty, you need to dwell here right yeah that abide here this is here. for you yeah, yeah. And, i get i get and i'm like that. that i i just yeah. read until mm-hmm. something yeah. like that happens and then i and then i sit there and, yep. and meditate like, okay. on it or and i pray and say okay so what do you want me to get from this yeah and and if i don't get it that day i go back the next day i put mm-hmm. a bookmark in there and i don't leave that spot right until until I have an answer, yeah. yeah, and it takes a while sometimes because <laughs> yeah. sometimes he wants you to just yeah. hang in there. It's, kinda right? like a, it's mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. like a fish finder,
4: but mm-hmm. but it really is. Mm-hmm. It, you know, you go to a spot where there's a bunch mm-hmm. of fish. I like it, and and you just, and you, just there, right? you just dwell there, right? Because that's yeah. where the fish is. Yeah, yeah. where they're biting. Because eventually, yeah. something's gonna bite. That's yeah. right. Catch, and you're like gonna have that.
3: success, yeah. right? Yeah. So that yeah. that to me, um, and I might read quite a while before. Yes, yeah, and yes, before before And you know what? If
5: nothing stands out, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you yep. still spent time with him yeah
3: you know and, and, and you mm-hmm. still in, improved your knowledge of yeah. of what the good book said yeah. Like, yeah like sometimes i just like going to israel sometimes i just read until i find a, a yeah. name yeah. Yeah. that you saw that, that we yeah. saw that we yeah. visited a place yeah. or whatever right. and i'm like yeah that's cool. i remember that. Yep. that that was cool yep. yeah. Now now i can put that into yeah. context so i, I actually yep. learned in a you know, maybe it wasn't a profound theological sense, but it was, but it's a deeper, Sorry. <laughs> it was a, you know, deeper yeah. background yeah. Right. for maybe yeah. understanding later. I, I think too many times we have to have this big epiphany today mm-hmm. yep. and we're so impatient. <laughs> yep. And I think it helps me in the horsemanship thing, mm-hmm. because I know that those epiphanies don't happen right. today. Right. What right. you're doing today is building something mm-hmm. for later and
4: yeah. Well, and that's what you know, a lot of times I'll pray for revelation on something, but if I don't seek it out, if I don't mm-hmm. read my Bible, if I don't maybe listen to a sermon, if I don't maybe talk to somebody else, I'm not going to get it because I'm right. not going to, I'm not looking for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the other day, um, you know, I was just praying for some clarification on some stuff and. We happened to be driving to Lahana and back, and we listened mm-hmm. to this podcast, and they were just simply talking about just praying and being silent while you pray, mm-hmm. after you ask questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it maybe took an hour and a half of just deep thought and deep pondering. Poor, poor Blake, I didn't say a whole word <laughs> no, all the way to Lahana and no, back. don't worry. <laughs> I knew it was.
3: <laughs> a I He enjoyed the scenery.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he enjoyed the scenery. No, but, you know, I just kept praying, I was like just asking these questions you know that i've been asking for god for a long time right and the answers haven't came yet or the results haven't came yet the answers have but the answer finally came that day after i just was silent and just mm-hmm. dwelling in his presence it's, it's, while it's hard driving hearing
5: when your mouth is moving that's right, right.
4: And, and, and and your mouth can be moving yeah. inside yep. too. and i can remember this ever since i was a little kid whenever the Holy spirit would like come to me or something, a convicting thought or something, I would literally have chills. And I still have them to this day. If I go like Mm -hmm, this, mm -hmm. I have something come to me. You can see it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And you know, the other day it happened just whenever I was just meditating in that prayer. And I literally got an answer from God right then. Yeah. And it was like just a little longer. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. But when it came, Oh, how deeply theological, right? (laughs) But when it came, but you needed that when it came, Thou shalt sit. Yeah. Quietly, when it came, my whole anger went away towards him.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: You know, but I just had to just sit there and just be patient. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You.
4: I'm trying to think. Cause what was the question? I've
5: kind of forgot it. about you know, like when you're reading oh, and yeah. something stands oh, gotcha. out. Yeah. What What yeah. is that yeah. like yeah. for you?
2: Uh, for me, I think it's it's the same type thing. Cause. Okay, so I'll start here, and I promise it'll lead into what I'm going to. So we've all heard the term Bible times, right? Referring to 2,000 years ago or whatever. And we sometimes read the Bible like a history book as far as... Everything cover to cover has already happened, but in reality, there's stuff in Revelation that hasn't happened yet. Right, stuff right. in Daniel and Isaiah so, that so hasn't happened, so happened yet either. Technically, we're yeah. still we we <laughs> are living in, in Bible, Bible times. times. Yeah, To
3: be a filth. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
2: So yeah. Yeah. going going to the Bible and that, and knowing that all this stuff is still going on, you know, it's still applicable and all that kind of stuff. So for me, when I'm getting in there and I'm I'm looking and I'm reading, when I see something that just like it almost feels like, um, best way I know how to put it is like, I'm out in the ocean and I'm just sitting there and then a wave just comes up, a big wave and just hits me right in the face. <laughs> it's undeniable. It, right. it, it knocks me back yeah. a little bit. It's like, Whoa, you know, yep. something mm-hmm. of power just hit me. Yep. And, Guys, the, the Bible is, is living yep. and it's alive. And I truthfully, yep. honestly, don't fully comprehend what that yep. means. Well, and,
4: yeah. and like I go out there, you say I'm that it kind of comes mm-hmm. back to, you know, what I said earlier for me anyways, yeah. I, when I put myself in it, mm-hmm. in the story, yes, I'm like a third person sometimes, yep. or I'm the, maybe the main character. Yep. Mm-hmm. But when I put myself in there and I, then mm-hmm. those certain words come out that they just stick out like that bold, bold yeah. word comes out yeah. and, and like, it just sticks out to me. And then it just comes alive.
3: Yeah. I, I refuse to put myself in the story of Jonah. too Way too much water and fish yeah, in that. We, <laughs> I like the story. Yeah, yeah. but I don't. Yeah. I don't ever insert don't myself. Be, hey,
5: yeah, you're you're the guy uh, over there. In where was he supposed to? Uh, Preach at Nineveh, uh, Nineveh. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. just one of those dudes at Nineveh. <laughs> yeah. 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 Watch it, watch yeah.
3: Get hot and complain. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Hey, I'm making fish tacos. Everybody's uh, <laughs> <laughs> everybody's uh, invited except for yeah. Ty. Oh, I'll be there. I'll, I'll be there.
3: i got peanut butter. <laughs> I
0: got peanut butter.
4: <laughs> <I'll> just, <laughs> just
3: call it a po' boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
4: Maybe uh, you'll yeah. come. Uh, you whip up hello, some, hello, poor
5: boy. I'll be there. I like it. That's what it. What about you, Sarah?
1: Ugh, I've been thinking about it. Um, I think there's a couple different ways. If I'm reading something other than the Bible, um, there's something in me that just says that's meant to be highlighted. Mm. And it like it's very direct. It's very, for me, it's very pointed, specific. Um, I think when I'm reading the Bible, I don't, I don't know that I have a uh, split second instantaneous bold text or chills or anything like that, but I f- feel that God tends to saturate me over a few days with bits and pieces mm-hmm. that all link together. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking from like completely different sources. Yeah. Um, you know, be talking to somebody up in, in the tech center about, something one day and lo and behold, the next day, there's a link to another conversation with Ty or things like that, that really get me to thinking and connecting the dots. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, I know that I have to be very, very still and quiet within myself to hear God. And I'm going to (laughs) quote, put that in quotes, hear God, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's always a soft physical thing that's
4: weird i had a thought coming whenever i was doing, running a rope a yearling today serious yeah. mm-hmm.
1: what yeah. what was it yeah hold I just, on
4: i just wish i ran this fast to god sometimes oh, oh wow
1: <laughs> yeah
4: yeah oh i see it serious wow. like it's split second for wow me. yeah 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 wow.
3: yeah mm. sometimes i i have the vision of of uh, me as the steer and God, exactly. Saying, Just you're not, <laughs> oh, you're not oh, getting yeah. away. Yeah. I'm gonna or, choke you. I know God,
4: <laughs> God
3: doesn't chase us, but he's, yeah. sometimes he's like, you're yeah. not getting
4: away. Yeah, so uh, you can run. It's like you can run. Well, it's like having one rope. You can run and you can run. It's like having someday
3: ah, I'm gonna catch up. To
4: it's you. like having a stray that he's got tied onto. He's you can hit the end of it, choke yourself down, throw a fit, jump straight in the air, fit ten foot. But guess what? You're still going to go where I'm asking that's you right. to go. That's right. <laughs> Back to Jonah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. Just those thoughts that come in your mind, you know, that you, like when you hear them, you're like, that couldn't have been me.
3: No. No. Uh, yeah, that's, I, I do those. But if you're really truly spending your day yep. mm-hmm. with God, that stuff's going to happen It's gonna, It's just <laughs> going <laughs> to <gonna laughs> happen yeah. all the time. And,
4: and I'll tell you this too, <clears throat> when you start writing them down, Yes. Use your notes. I've yes. been big on Blake to this. Yes. Like when you start using your notes, that's they start huge. sticking more. It's huge. I Serious. Like it. Yeah. Uh, that's when I mean, you Kevin's the same way too. Like that's where your sermons come from. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. in all honesty.
3: Well, that's yeah. where you felt and, me is like, there's going to be those times in the day. Yep. Uh, where, where that it's like the bold yeah. print. Yes, not, you're not even reading the Bible. Right. You're going through your day yep. and it's the bold
4: print. Yeah. Right. You better yep. you better grab that. Well, pay attention I won't, to what's I, going I on. Won't, I won't remember
0: yeah. it. Yeah.
4: yeah. That yeah. Way, that's yeah. why I do write it down so I can go back and look oh, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's
2: the thing that's so good is like I would almost rather think, man, I write everything down. I write too much down and stuff because like I had the epiphany the other day while we were driving and you've I'm so thankful you've told me and drilled that into me of write that stuff down, write that stuff down. And it might be thoughts, but like for me in my life, there's a a tough situation that me and my family are walking through. And I've really been wrestling about where, where I am mentally with it and you know, and all that kind of stuff. And I just heard the other day, just write down how that situation makes you feel negatively. Like what, Mm -hmm. what negative things are, are coming into your mind because of that. And I, I was like, I don't know why I want to do, why why do I need to do that? But I was like, okay, that can't be me. So I did it. And then to be able to look at those things and Mm -hmm. then see, I don't know. Through that, it gave me the opportunity then to see how I know every way that God feels about me. Like every way I was feeling at that person and how I felt like they felt about me, the way I know God feels about me was the exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah. And And, and that, that big epiphany just came from me being
4: obedient. Being obedient and doing something that I was like, I don't know what good this yeah. is going to do. Yeah. yeah. I like writing that stuff down too. Cause like sometimes when I think I'm having a bad day, I can go back and read it yeah. and mm-hmm. see what you've already been through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like the other day. Yeah.
5: Was I, it really a bad day <laughs> or just a bad five minutes? Right.
4: And, <laughs> and you know, the other day I had a really hard conversation with a friend and you know, I was really upset about it and things like that. But man, then I had to stop and think, I was like, man, that's growth. Mm -hmm. How many other times have you been passive in those, in those, in those ways? And you came out and did what you were supposed to do biblically and as a man and as a leader, man, that's growth. You can be proud of that one thing.
5: It's so, it's so tough, tough, but it's so
3: good. And
4: and we preach that all the time. You know, we always preach about having tough conversations, doing what's right, Mm -hmm. even when it don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. But when you actually do it, you know,
3: well, and you, and you can rest. Absolutely. Knowing that, uh, your foundation is that much. Yeah. Stronger yeah. for, for the future. Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. That's all foundational yeah. building. Yeah.
4: It's confidence building because the next time you get into a conflict, you're going to be like, man, the I've last time there. I did that went there, in with grace that. and gentleness. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, I think we're about out of time. Does anybody have any last words? No. No? Any last well, words? I, I've always got last words. Well, yeah. You know, I, I just put yourself out there. Yeah. You know,
5: I mean, I, I think that You don't know where to start. Start somewhere. Absolutely. You know, well, I I don't know. I don't know what I'm reading. Then keep reading, you know, just don't don't make
4: excuses
5: for yourself
4: what's the biggest thing you're struggling
5: with right yeah yeah go go humble yourself just go read go find some friends to talk to and don't be ashamed to talk about god that's the greatest part that's the greatest part of this of this job is this tape we
4: look look forward to every thursday because that's what we get to do is talk talk with the people we love about the god Mm -hmm. that loves us yeah Yeah. Yeah.
1: it's good stuff i don't know that i'm any smarter but I certainly well, feel all gonna the get love. Uh, man, you just, let's say if you room, want smarts, you, you, so I think you're at the wrong you get, table. You get, you <laughs> won't get smarter Sarah, but you'll become Sarah, wise. If you're the, yeah. Sarah, there
0: we
3: you're go. the smartest yeah. one in the room, you're not going to gain <laughs> it. Well,
4: oh, yeah. Lord. Yeah,
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you're just going
4: to give. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I got to do a podcast. You get smarter and you get refreshed. Yep. Yeah.
0: Serious.
1: Well, thank you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed listening and be sure to tune in next week for the next episode of Cowboy Conversations. Yeah.
0: This is the first time I've ever seen you.